Burt News Digest, 4th of August 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, to coincide with the start of Operation Hot Mess 2, Too Hot, Too Messy, we take a look back over the history of rare goods trading. Where do rare goods come from and why? What are they good for and where have they gone? A few years back, almost every new commander used to have a time early in their career where they would trade in rare goods. As a just-qualified commander, and after completing some local missions, they would hear of the incredible profits you could make by transporting rare goods, and sooner or later the temptation to make big space books would get too much, and there would be yet another rare goods trader in the galaxy. There are about 140 sources of rare commodities in the galaxy. These are goods you can buy from just one market. These unusual desirable artisan products have the strange property that the price you can sell them for gets higher the further you are from the one place you can buy them, up to a limit of about 200 light years. The other strange property is that you can generally only buy a few tons of each rare good at a time, so a good rare goods trader will devise a route that visits a number of different stations where rare goods are sold, buying one commodity and selling another in a continuous loop, or back and forth from clusters of stations selling different rare goods. The Guardians of Tranquility, for example, would take Tarak Spice, Tanmark Tranquil Tea, Utgaraw Millennial Eggs and and Capafanasis and Lucan Onion Head to the so-called old systems of Lave, Zeance, Orare, Uzar, Deso and Leasty, offloading their cargo of drugs and buying up Lavian Brandy, Leathery Eggs, Vicious Brew, Tree Grubs, Marcorn, Evil Juice and Azure Milk, and then head back to Taraktor to sell these commodities and start another run. Enthusiastic traders would tell you you could make millions of credits in a single night. Back then, the distances seemed longer. A good trading ship was the leak on Type 6, which had enough cargo for a rares run and a decent jump distance when fully laden. You were recommended to have at least a 16 light year jump to avoid lengthy detours, and it would take many, many jumps to get the 200 light years for your maximum profit. There were pirates too. In the old worlds, the pirates of the New Caribbean, the Code, would ask you to drop two tons of rare goods, and would then guarantee not to pirate you again for another two days. Pirates honour, they used a manifest scanner, remember those? And typed things at you, like avast and shiver me timbers. The nice thing about trading in rare commodities was that it took you to out-of-the-way places, and Aliga fireworks are very, very out-of-the-way, on a trading platform miles from anything of note. Hutton mugs and Centauri Megagen can only be bought at Hutton Orbital, near Proxima Centauri, which is so far from the jumping point at Alpha Centauri that it's nearly a completely different system. There are rare goods at Sothis and in Colonia. When you trade rare goods, you get to see parts of the galaxy you wouldn't otherwise go to. In time, popular routes were published. Rare goods trading became a kind of conveyor belt. Nobody really minded, though, because the scenery was varied and you were saving up to buy an Asp Explorer and get it properly kitted out. Those were the days. So, whatever happened to rare goods trading? It's no longer an essential part of a new commander's career, and even though rare goods are available in larger quantities than ever, 
And even though modern jump ranges are much, much greater than the 16 light years of the old rares traders, they are no longer particularly relevant to the galactic economy. The truth is that there are so many other ways of making money much quicker than rares trading, there's really no need anymore. A spot of local exploration, scanning a few Earth-like worlds that already have vast populations living on them, will earn you much more than you can get rare goods trading. A couple of well-chosen missions, which may be to deliver goods to the next star system along, nets more credits than a rares run. Mining, smuggling, VIP passenger missions. They all pay way more than you'll ever get rare goods trading. Millions of credits in an evening just won't wash these days. And pirating rare goods was never profitable in the first place. You could make more money as a legitimate trader than you could hanging around waiting for a victim. Are rare goods irrelevant then? Well, no. They're widely used for events like buckyball races. And they can inspire commanders to do some very silly and fun things. You can't buy and sell them on fleet carriers, but as a fleet carrier owner, you can stock up with thousands of tons of a rare good, if you're patient enough. So, you can give them away. Perhaps the craziest thing you could do would be to try to deliver a rare good, or even two rare goods, to every station with a commodity market in the galaxy. An event that could only be completed with the help of hundreds of commanders over the course of five or six months. A huge logistics effort, and completely and utterly pointless. And that's what Too Hot Too Messy is all about. Taking the rare goods and mugs and gin from Hutton Orbital to every station in the galaxy and giving the participants the chance to win very real Hutton mugs of their own. Not the cheap fake knockoffs you get from Redbubble, but proper real Hutton mugs made from melted down frameshift drives, which can bring the commanders of the galaxy together in a common cause, helping to stamp out mug ownership deficiency syndrome mods. Somebody will probably try to give a mug to the Thargoids too, if Salvation hasn't wiped them all out first. Rare goods may no longer be the economic driving force they used to be, but they're not going anywhere. Except for the mugs and gin, they're going everywhere. Starting tonight. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.